So airplane food, am I right? Oh, what did I tell you guys a joke earlier? Something stupid, right? Oh no, those the other people talking before to. before like the toilet broke today, and literally the day went to shit, and I was in, in a bad mood at work. I came up with a good pun. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay, some backstory. We had this guy that used to work at our store named Cavante. That's all the backstory Kevin. you need. To... Cavant, not Kevin. Oh. Cavante. Yeah, I know. So what what do you get when you cross Cavante with a bakery? Croissante? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Chess Talk. He stole your thunder. <laughs> That's fine. You just like worked yourself up to do it. Mm-hmm. Center. Center myself. And he stole it. He did it. Right yeah, from under What you. episode is it? 148. He's you, right. You got it. Good job. You were right. You, you I just, don't even know just that. Gonna... No, he only got it because he knows that episode 150 isn't out yet. But yeah. we recorded it, we so cor- it must be soon. Yeah, I usually never know. Only yeah, last week it was like a big debacle because when he went out, it was 147. I think on air, I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, because you were like, wait, <laughs> but we just did 150. What? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, weird. I was like, we just did 150. Did you leave that in? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think it's funny. Like, you being it's an idiot on the air. It. <laughs> yeah. Tyler's um, here. We're playing chess. What's up, guys? We're I'm going chess. first. I'm going to lose. No, believe in yourself this time. Uh, I always do, and then I always lose. What's up? How you guys been? <laughs> it's just the three of us keeping it chill, low-key today. How week? How week? Uh, fine. I I had a few days off last week and it was really nice. Just a few. I had she basically had like, six days off. You had a, you had almost you a week off. Last week. It was wonderful. <laughs> Here's your post week off update. It was great. Recommend it if you can afford it. I cannot, yeah. but I did it anyway. <laughs> did it. Proud of you. We watched a TV show, Brittany and I, Arrested Development. We'll probably get into it in a little bit. Tyler, how are you? Yeah, fine. We played D and D after last week's podcast. How was that going? Oh, how, how are you yeah. liking it? Oh, it's fun, man. I, I it's your uh, first ever. No, you played. Before. No, I played it before, but like, yeah, just just not to great success. Not with not with great results. Do you feel like you're having more fun with it? Than oh you? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I really underestimated like like the importance of having a good character, or maybe not even a good character, because I think there's a lot of parts of my character that at the moment I'm underutilizing. But I think that I think having a character that you can really get behind is really important. Yeah. Because before, like, I'd play with people that I was just filling in for people that like couldn't make it or whatever. So they'd be like, "All right, can you be like a cleric or something?" You know, we just need. To, and I was like, uh, "Okay, whatever." So I didn't really get what I was doing. I didn't really care. There wasn't uh, a lot of. Oh, yeah. There wasn't a lot of context. It was more like frustrating for them like why don't you get this and i was like you won't tell me <laughs> <laughs> you refuse to let me learn that's why yeah you're just like heal me now and i'm like okay i feel like it's more fun when you can like create someone from the ground up yeah and you get to choose like everything about them basically and right make up whatever you want because it's a very imaginative game which is like something i really like and something i always thought i would like so i'm really glad that you guys are Helping me see that side of it. Yeah, it's 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 fun. I dig it. Glad you're liking it. Yeah, I'm glad we're. Thanks for not kicking me out of the quest and or killing me. I almost died. You almost died because no one was being smart. 
What? I was being no. I well, no. I was being smart. Yes. How but I rolled a really, really low dice. No. What roll? What was happening is that you attacked the creature, and then everyone started not attacking. Like they were healing, and they were taking <laughs> potions or attacking the other person. Yeah, but we they had to heal. Trust their cleric to heal them. Well, that and like. I let you heal me. I don't think I tried to heal. Did I try to heal myself? No, because what happened is like you went unconscious. Yeah. Brittany brought you back and then it was the creature's turn again and no one had attacked the creature since you had attacked it. So it was still focused on you. So you instantly went back down. Tristan healed himself. Yeah. Dude. Okay. Yeah. I forgot about that. So you almost died. If the creature knocked you out one more time, like you're, you were dead. Mm -hmm. That's how that was going to go. Man, that was a, it's a good character. Nail biter. That's why he let you live. Yeah. Thank you. That's it though. Mm Mm-hmm. But, but he'll kill me no matter no problem oh my god you've already played for quite a bit you know how characters go and what it's uh-huh. like i'm glad you're enjoying it yes i was worried you wouldn't get into it but i can tell you are yeah i'm surprised fun. that the sessions are lasting as long as they are i did not i figured people would get bored after like an hour and a half or two hours but you guys just keep playing well, i live I think, here I, I think what yeah <laughs> you can't just go <laughs> tyler I likes being around people I think I just kind of get, like, fixated on, like, probably stuff that you didn't intend to be a big deal. Nope. <laughs> but I kind of like making it a big deal. Like Wilfred having mm-hmm. a romantic relationship with him. <laughs> what is he again? Like, the, uh, the... He's an He's older farmer. farmer. The farmer, yeah, that, like, I made out with in a bar for no, no reason. No, you kissed him on the cheek and he blushed because oh, he yeah. rolled really well. I think it's doing wonders for us in the quest. I think he, uh... We're probably never going to see him again. Why not, though? I mean, he could write it in. All right. Well, it, think... we'll see what destiny holds for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're doing a good job as a DM. Thanks. Because, like, my biggest Mike's problem... Mike's can't hear it, but I'm patting myself on the back. It's picking up. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest problem I've had in the past with DMs is they don't allow a lot of, like, role play, or they don't force you to role play as much, but, like... When we do something, you don't just say that it happens. You make us, like, say, like, what do we say? And Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which a lot of people just graze over that. And they're like, okay, you do it. Here's what happens. Mm-hmm. It's, like, boring to me. I want you guys to have more control over the world and who people are and how you know people and things like that. And it's mm-hmm. going to just come into play more and more as yeah. the characters grow. It was cool. Um, like, at first, I was, like, kind of overwhelmed by, like, other city and stuff. Uh, but, like, now it's it just kind of makes sense. Just you wait. And the, oh, yeah. God. Because oh, we're leaving tomorrow, right? Yeah, we're leaving tomorrow. Ooh, I'll pack my bags. Well, that's our week. Cool. Uh, so do you want to talk about the show? Do you want to talk about the videos that came out? The trailers? Uh, I don't care. You poop. Yeah, you it's poop. your show, you boss. You poop. It's your show, boss. You poop. Uh, yeah, we can talk about the show because you've never watched Arrested Development, or am I totally wrong? Me? Yes. You're totally wrong. Yeah, I... Oh. So... <laughs> You're so wrong. I was a big fan of the first three seasons, like, in high school and stuff. Yeah. Loved Arrested Development. I still like a lot of those, um, you know, oh, just some of those jokes are classic. Oh, they never get old. Yeah. But the fourth season... Oh, man. We've had five years to digest it, and I still can't even come close. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really can't get into it so you don't want to even try the fifth well okay so the fourth season i was already like i just didn't love it and i tried to watch it a couple times Mm -hmm. i even started the re-edit and i was just like 
no matter how many times you re-edit like a mediocre show, you're going to have yeah. a mediocre show. It's just going to yeah. be, you know, it, it just is what it is, no matter how you reframe it. It's just yeah. still messy and mm-hmm. and honestly a little regressive, in my opinion, of a lot of the <clears throat> like a lot f- of the jokes. Just, you know, I just think that a lot of them, they're better than that. And I think that some of the things that they rely on, just like humor-wise, are a little bit cheap and... I don't know, just just a little bit. Whereas I think the first couple seasons had more of like a playful tone. This was just really dark, and I think a lot of mean spirit. You know, just mm-hmm. like the whole, I don't know, just like the whole like Mexican wall and stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, just just certain jokes like that. I was like, eh. especially I don't think translate well today. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought that was the point. Well, yeah. in 2013. 2013. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But um. Yeah. No, I don't know. Just like between. I mean, just... I feel like they kind of poke fun at that in the fifth season. Spoilers, like yeah. they do. They poke fun at it. They were like, "Oh, what were we thinking?" <laughs> just as far as like they see how it is now. They draw comparisons between the storylines and real life, and they're like, "Huh, that's interesting." Yeah. Which is so scary. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. Um, so you're not watching but... the fifth season. I I don't know. I'm not in a hurry to. It's only eight episodes right now. Yeah. Totally get your opinion on season four. The remix made it somewhat better to me. Like I watched the whole thing, but at the end, I still felt like that you, was you it. Can't t- you can't take like a mediocre. Yeah, like yeah. I still felt underwhelmed at the end of it. So what did you think about five? Season five was better than season four. Still well, not as. It's only eight episodes right now, but have they said they w- there will be more? There will be more. Okay, I there didn't know if that was more. like confirmed or not. Yet. Yeah. Okay. How many more? Probably, like, eight more. Okay. And they're just, like, 22 to 30 minutes long. Yeah. The best part is that it's a return to all the cast is in the same room most of the time. Which was the worst except thing for, about... Um, yeah. Except for uh, Lindsay. Except for Lindsay, because Portia de Rossi is retiring from acting. Oh, really? Yeah. But she's making exceptions... What, they kill her off or something? No. no she's making exceptions for the show, because... It's, it's terrible. I think... Her not being a green... Let me tell him what's going on. She's green screened. So, like, she filmed oh. her scene separately, even if they're in the same room. But, like, all you see is her alone. I bet that doesn't... And it does not look up. good. Yeah. Once, it's pointed out, once it's pointed out to you, you're like... Oh, oh, fuck. That's why every time it goes to her, it's a single shot of her, not her with anybody else. For the whole thing? Yes. Yeah. She's barely in it. Yeah, oh, she's wow. in it uh, maybe like four episodes. And even then, like, a couple Very scenes. short scenes, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like once you brought it up to me, because I was on like episode three, I think when you brought that up yeah, to me. Yeah, I didn't get, I didn't find it out until like halfway through and I'd already seen some of her scenes and I was like, wait, what? And then the next time I saw her, I was like, oh, she's not even in the same room as them. Yeah, it's it's pretty obvious once you know. Yeah. Uh, I'll read Rob's quick blurb about it. He said, Arrested Development is a return to form and does a great job of trying to recreate the magic of early seasons. But he's only three episodes in. <laughs> so i don't the, think his opinion yeah. counts yet typical rob fashion he has an opinion about something when he's not fully done with it to me the first like episode and a half felt like season four it was so much recap the entire first episode is just recap after yeah. recap of what every character yeah. did so well, the first episode epi- four was it was just season yeah. four yeah all of season four was just recap and it was so exhausting yeah the first episode because it was like 10 years of past basically let's catch them up yeah. And it was just so tiring. And then the they gave themselves like five more years to work with. Yeah. So, yeah. It was too much. But first episode and a half fell a little slow to me. 
But then once they all came back together at the end of the second episode, I was like, all right, this feels right. And then it kind of picked up again. And then, are you okay? Yeah, I just made a stupid move. Oh. I I saw this, like, body slouching. It's like, I don't know why I did that. Anyway. It's fine. Uh, And then, like, it picked up again. Kind of dipped a little bit towards the end of the first half of the season. And then I liked the finale a lot. I thought it presented some good, like, plot lines for the second half of the season whenever it comes out. And it's slowly addressing things that season four never tied up. Do you think this will be the last season? No. Do you think this should be the last season? If they end it well, yes. Like, there are so Uh, many, like, plot lines they introduced in the fourth season that they're still trying to finish. Yeah. Like, fourth season was just a mess. As someone that didn't watch most of this show, so three seasons of it, yeah, I feel like I'm not lost on what's happening. Like, they do so much recap in the first episode and a half that I kind of get where every character has gone this entire time. Mm Mm-hmm. And my biggest issue with this season is that it feels like nothing kind of happens. Mm-hmm. Buster's in prison, and now he's not, and he's broken free, and they're running away. And, like, George Michael is dating someone, but he wants to break up, but he doesn't want to break up. But his dad wants him to break up with her, but he's not going to, but he does, but then he doesn't. It just seems like a lot of, like... And then Bryce Dallas Howard makes a cameo. Yeah, that's oh, the best part of the season. I yeah. like her. And then we'll learn at Job, like, he's struggling with his homosexuality and... Best like, part of the season. <laughs> It's a cool part of the season, but there's no... It was definitely the best part of the last season. There's yeah. no progress like it's made, I feel like. Not until the very finale, and even then, it's yeah. like, he doesn't address it. It's just like... Mm-hmm. What I liked so much about the first three seasons, it was very, like, formulaic sitcom, where there'd be, like, some problem in an episode. It would go through the eight, like first act, second act, and third act, and it'd be resolved, and it felt like a sitcom already. Hey, he's in check. Dude, I'm Fuck. hella bad at this. But this one, I feel like they're trying too much to have like an overarching plot line for the whole season instead yeah. of... And it does it worse because they only released the eight episodes. So if there is like a huge overarching story, I feel like we don't see all of it yet. And so it feels like there's just a lot of moving pieces, but I still don't know where they're moving to or yeah. why they're moving. I'm like... holding out hope because I know that they have more episodes coming and I'm like, I'm sure they'll wrap it up hopefully nicely. I do think that this season was actually funny compared to last season. Uh, there are funny moments. I can't remember any off the top of my head, of course. So that's a great sign. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I, I remember distinctly, like, there were a couple moments where I laughed. I was like, oh, okay, like, that was a clever joke or that's, like, a funny situation. Oh, but, again, I can't think of any off the top of my head. So, like, how well crafted were they? You know? Yeah. I know I liked this season because I actually want to rewatch it. Whereas thinking about watching season four again, like, makes me want to kill myself. Because it's just not funny. I think Job was the best part of season four. Can you say that in the microphone? Oh, Job was the best part of season four. Absolutely. Same. And I just... Same. Same. (laughs) I just can't even think of, like, any of the other character arcs. And when I do... In season four? Yeah. Anything I do remember is just like, oh, that was terrible. Uh, Like, I hated the thing where they, like, where George Sr. went to... Mexico was trying to build the mix like own like the border property the good part about that was John Slattery's like guest starring that was the best part of that yeah and then like the the most interesting thing I think about season four is that like Michael is arguably like the bad guy yeah that's what I didn't like about it is anytime he's not trying to help his family like he just looks like an idiot and well what what I kind of liked about that even though I don't think it translated for like good content but I like the idea of it was that 
what if Michael was like always the bad guy in the show? What if like he the just the darkest timeline? Well, yeah. What well, I mean, like if you go back and watch it, like a lot of what he does it's is super like selfish. pretty selfish. Like, yeah. and that's not just a season four thing. No, it's just like it's throughout season, the whole yeah. show. He's very like he tries to he tries to steal like um, Job's girlfriend away from him. Yeah. From like for like most of the first season. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot and justifies of justifies st- yeah. it and like. Yeah, he's very dismissive of his son. Yeah, there's like a her. L- her? Yeah, like he's like very a very selfish character, which mm-hmm. I think it, like his only motivation is so that his family appreciates him and yeah. not because I'm going to do it for my family. Right. He's not nothing he does is really for the greater good yeah. or like cuz he thinks it's a good thing to do. It's mm-hmm. cuz he 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 wants some sort of like weird validation mm-hmm. for being like the savior of the family which nobody Middle cares child yeah. Syndrome. yeah yeah exactly so i my favorite thing about season four as a concept even though like his storyline is so is like, michael hitting ex- rock bottom and yeah you see his true colors it's with like, no redeeming qualities yeah. it's like he's always kind of been like this yeah he just has no like you have no distractions at this point yeah, yeah. So, i don't know yeah that's how you write good characters <laughs> so you like season five better I- return to form like rob was saying Yes and no. Because it's still not as good. Yeah, like, I don't think it'll ever be as good as it was in its prime. Like, when it gets back to, like, the sitcom style, I think it'll do well because it's better in, like, a short format and not with these large plot lines that are so convoluted. Like, episodes where it resolves itself or two-episode arcs, but not an entire season following one similar. Yeah, like, it just gets exhausting and not funny. Yeah. It was better than the fourth season. So what would you rate these episodes? I said just this season. I didn't mm-hmm. break it off because I don't know if I'll watch the rest of it or if they're even supposed to be coming out this year. You don't have to look it up. I'll find it. Well, like Tom. There was like a tweet. <laughs> that was really funny. Someone like tweeted at the Arrested Development Twitter. Yeah. yeah someone said only eight episodes. It's like you get off on being withholding. <laughs> they were like, here are more. No, we're withholding them. Look at us Whistle. getting off. So what would you rate it? I would give it, like, a six and a half, seven. Keeping in mind that I would rate season four, like, a four. Okay. Uh, I'd probably give this a five. Like, I watched a lot of it, just kind of, like, wondering why the scenes were happening. Mm -hmm. So, like, it wasn't bad. Again, like, I've enjoyed scenes. (laughs) I enjoyed parts of the show. Yeah. And I I don't look back and go, why did I watch that? I'm just, like, it didn't do anything for me. Okay. So, average, I see why it's good. Mm -hmm. But, meh. I'll probably finish it if it comes out just to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Hoping for more Bryce Dallas Howard cameos. Seriously. The Howards are the best part of the show. Yeah, probably. She's pretty. She is pretty. Yeah. Speaking of ratings. Dude. Tyler. Speaking of ratings. We talked about it last week, how we wanted a more unified rating system and how yes. we want to like be more strict because it kind of seems like we always give out sevens and yeah. eights and things like that. We're, we're too loosey-goosey <laughs> with the ratings. Sorry. Bless you. Say that sentence again. I'm not going to say it because that was going to be a stupid sentence. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I said loosey-goosey. So, yeah, we wanted to get more, I don't know, streamlined, more concise with the ratings. Less willy-nilly. We didn't do this all, like, together. Less forgiving, less, like... Apologetic. Yeah. A five is a decent thing. We're real movie fans. We all have movie pass. Yeah. 
We need to. We need. Take we need to articulate opinions. If a movie's that bad. That. It shouldn't be anywhere above five. Right. And just to clarify, we didn't all like sit together and figure this out. We all did this like independently. We of recalibrated ourselves. our our own personal as rating it system. should be because yeah. that's the one thing that actually when I was like coming up with this, I was like, okay, this is my personal system, which sounds like a kind of a easy concept but really it's like when i was thinking about it i was like oh okay but like it's received like this to other people yeah i was like oh well i don't know i'm not other people i'm me so mm-hmm. my my rating system will reflect that the basis of the system is five what is the average movie so w- what is your five okay movie? or like it doesn't have to be a specific movie it could be like types of movies Yes. Does that make sense? Like, in my head, I was thinking, like, huge, big blockbuster action movies with The Rock. Like, a lot of those movies, I feel like, would be a good, solid five. Or even some of the MCU, like Ant-Man, I'd probably give a five. Or the first two Thors, I'd probably give a five. Like, they're whatever. They're solid movies. They are well-made movies. Yeah. But they're not engaging. Mm -hmm. And nothing about them super stands out. That was kind of like what I thought of as fives. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of like, what would my five be? And after thinking about it a little bit, my mind went to probably what is the most mediocre movie I've ever seen. And I remember even walking out of that movie this thinking, like a ba- oh, okay. I was like, I was like, okay. I remember, cause I remember thinking like, it was amazing just how mediocre it was. And it was a 2011 American science fiction film called Limitless, starring oh, yeah. Bradley Cooper, yeah. Robert De Niro. I remember hearing about this movie. I've, I think I saw it in theaters. So yeah. it's a like, lot of movies like that where it's like yeah. there's interesting things happening, right. but it's just like yeah, it's not amazing. Right. It was like you walk out. I was like, okay, that was entertaining, but like I would never watch it again. That's I, a five movie to me. Yeah, yeah. a movie that's. It was good, yeah. but I don't need to ever see it again. Like, all the parts were working in place. Like, it wasn't poorly written. Yeah, I could follow the it, story and where it was yeah. going. The acting... I mean, Robert De Niro was in it. I mean, granted, yeah. he was basically yeah. playing himself from what I remember in that movie, but... Whoa. Isn't he always? I mean, no. I don't know. Nowadays. To a certain extent. Latter-day Robert De Niro, I feel like that's a valid criticism, okay. but... He did a good job. Bradley Cooper did a good job. But, like, at the end of the day, it was just like... I remember walking out of the theater just with this feeling, I know I will forget about this movie in like an hour. But just the fact that I knew that immediately, I've never forgotten about it. So uh, it's a very it's a very remarkable okay. five. Really just that in and of itself probably would warrant it a higher rating. Just because I think it, it might be artistic to make a movie... That is so average. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, just like just flawlessly average. Yeah, no, that's definitely that should be the title this week. Would you rate the room like a two out of ten or a ten out of ten? Was the room hard for you too? Because I was, I didn't try to rate it, but I'm just thinking now, like it's so spectacularly bad, but I would watch it again. Right, because yesterday, that's that's kind of what I was trying to cover, but figure out, like from a movie making standpoint, like the story. I mean, it's my own personal rating system. But the story, right? Exactly, stuff like that, like. The Room was the only movie that really challenged this test for me. But is The Room enjoyable? Yes. yes. As a movie? Yes. Because of it, 
like because the movie and the story is good or because it's shitty. That's why in the, this yesterday even last night this was what was really bothering yes. me because I was trying to like kind of line things up and then I remembered the room mm-hmm. and I was like this it this messes it. up my whole thing and that's why I had to think this is me personally because mm-hmm. like as as objectively this movie is awful it is not well done it is not well acted it is not well written it is not well shot it is not well produced it is not well scored it is not well edited it is a bad movie right but i love watching it Mm -hmm. it is so much fun to watch yeah and just how mind-boggling it is to me is i think noteworthy which is why I created kind of a special section of my he ratings. He put so much thought into this. I, so, I would just give it like a two or a one with like an asterisk. Be like two or one, but I would watch it again. So movies like this for me live in a special section that I like to call sixes. So movies that can t- like can you take a like screenshot of this and send it to me? Yeah, so, yeah. I'll send it to I you. Need to so see like this. so for me a six is like okay so I'll kind of give you the rundown of some of my ratings. So like a ten to me is like I put like perfect movies like thought provoking they're like direct usually pretty short. <laughs> yeah. um, perfect for you. Like revolutionary movies like uh, Lady Bird made it on there for me. Moonlight made it on there for me. Get Out made it on there for me. A couple of the not short ones that made it on there. The Dark Knight, I put as a 10. Yeah. The Godfather, which I, I, I'm sure that people disagree with that. But those are like the top ones I could think of. And then it kind of goes down to a 9. Because um, the difference between like a 10 and a 9 for me is like 10s are like revolutionary in the sense that like they either like redefine a genre or they define maybe a whole new genre. They just become like they set the precedent for like movies as we know them. And that kind of steps down to 9 where it's like, okay, these are great movies, but they don't like break new ground. They're right. like they are like exemplary of that genre or like even the film medium as a whole. But like it's nobody's gonna look at those movies and be like oh that's like a transformative moment where like that movie changed the game as we know it so like movies like that for me is like um i really liked drive i put that in there logan for me i was like a nine because logan was like a really good superhero movie it was also a really good western you don't think it was groundbreaking for a superhero movie to be that dark and logan wasn't that movie and this is where i go down to a six so, like, for me, Logan wasn't that movie. That movie was Deadpool. Deadpool was the type of movie, for me, that, like, is like, okay, we're making rated R superhero movies right now. But I didn't, like, love Deadpool. Right. I can, but, like, it's definitely not one of my favorite movies, but, like, I can admit where it is groundbreaking. Yeah. So that, for me, is, where, like, where, like, a six would be. Mm-hmm. But we and that's get to sixes. Sixes, I'm kind of getting into. I'll get into it now. Okay. So for me, it's like sixes are like movies that I think have flaws. Me personally, I don't necessarily even find them to be like amazing or great. But like you can't deny certain elements that are important. Like Deadpool made it on there for me. The Avengers, the first one, definitely made it on there. Because yep. it's like, okay, I personally think it's kind of a boring movie. It doesn't yes. really have a lot of rewatch. Value. I think I mentioned that on the Infinity War talk, where it's Probably. like you watch Avengers now, and none of it matters until you get to the end. Yeah, yeah. but think about how trailblazing, trailblazing that was. Yeah. Oh yeah. For it broke like records. Every movie after that. Yeah. Every superhero movie after that. 
So that's kind of where six is for me. Maybe movies that like I personally would like rank lower, but I can't deny that they're important. Right. So that's kind of where that is. And then there's kind of like seven in between that. Eight is like movies that I really like. There's like technical or like performance elements that are like extraordinary. And then like every now and then you have like a oh shit moment. Like for me, I put Annihilation as an eight. I put Spider-Man Homecoming and Thor Ragnarok as eights because those are just movies that I enjoyed all the way through. I think they're funny. I watch them both again. I think they really hold up. Yeah. So I think those are really solid. And then it moves down to seven where I put like, I put Guardians of the Galaxy as a seven. Yeah. Um, if I enjoyed it less than I did, then I'd probably put it as a six because I was like, okay, maybe I didn't love it, but like definitely impacted at least the Marvel movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like if Guardians of the Galaxy didn't get made and if it wasn't popular, then Ragnarok we wouldn't be where made. we're at right now. Yeah, like a lot of the way the Marvel movies are now, like they wouldn't be as jokey, I think. They wouldn't be like yeah. as willing to go into weird directions, like even with Doctor Strange. I don't know if Doctor Strange would have been made if Guardians didn't do Right, well. exactly. So, I mean, that's just kind of movies where it's like, like maybe I don't enjoy them, but I think they do carry a lot of merit for how they affect other things. Because Guardians um, was the first Marvel movie that wasn't about the main avengers right that wasn't captain america thor or iron uh, man I that think. sounds right yeah and it was the first one in space yeah, yeah. so that sounds right yeah oh and by uh, the way, no I ant-man put, um, ant-man came up before guardians didn't it no or did oh, ant-man no, come out 2015 ant-man. ant-man came out a few years after guardians because yeah. i thought Guardi- guardians guardians 24... came out in like 2012 or 2013 yeah not 2012 yeah because no. that's when avengers 2013 came out. i think uh, no later than that yeah i thought it was 2014 no. checking. But, um, oh, by the way, speaking of Marvel stuff, I put Infinity War as a nine. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I really do think it goes up that high. That's, I think, the only Marvel movie I put up that high. Mine's a nine. And then, like, you know, and then, like, so that's, like, my sixth category that, like, I think is really, like, the kind of, like, I would probably put the room in as a six. Yeah. Because just, like, that's, like, the personal part of it for me. It's, like, okay, like, this is, like, if it wasn't as different, (laughs) to put it nicely, as it is. came out in 2014. Oh, 2014? Okay. Wow. Yeah, Ant-Man still came out 2015. Yeah, so. but I was like, it's not two. Guardians came out first. Guardians did it first. I put, like, Ready Player One as a five. I put, um, let's see. And then, like, I get kind of down to a four, where, like, fours for me are, like, um, movies that I think tried really, really hard. And I can still recognize, like, a couple, like, things about them that, like, I think are unique or are worth mentioning. But like overall, just not a good movie. Uh, my the only movie I have down there so far is uh, the Counselor, which is I don't know if you guys remember that no. one. It was like I went to go visit Robert at ASU. Who and we was were, in that? Michael Fassbender. I've never. It was heard written of this by movie. Cormac McCarthy. It was his first like screenplay, I think, that he just wrote that was adapted from something. So it's a bad movie. Um, it's not a very good movie, but like, okay, it's really interesting because it's like. I'm trying to remember what else Cormac McCarthy did. Didn't he do... He um, did The Road. Yeah. Didn't uh, he do No Country for Old Men? He or, wrote that. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like the first time like he like had more control over a movie. As opposed to a book. Book that got turned into a movie. Yeah. So it was like, okay, it's cool to see like his vision, like his like unadulterated vision like on the screen, but it just did not work out. But I think that it is worth mentioning just because there are like... It's like a very eccentric movie and like, yeah. you know, there there are things like that are interesting about it, but like it overall is just bad. And then I haven't really figured out like the lower part of the rating system yet. I put age of Ultron as a three. 
because I just don't think it's a good movie. I think it's just a lot of wasted potential. I think it was just really like cardboard production. And yeah, um, I think that it really was not very good. I think it's important enough or it was like at least sort of entertaining enough. It had some redeeming moments. That's not like a one. Elizabeth Olsen was in it. Exactly. Yeah, but she had a weird accent. Yeah, that they just abandoned later. She was not in it as much as she is in like Civil War and Mm -hmm. Infinity War. So Mm -hmm. I didn't go that detailed in my rating system. Like I didn't. Oh yeah, no. I was just. I was just like a five is like mediocre, and I wouldn't watch it again. Well, I just like re-rated movies that I've seen this year because those are the ones I already have notes on, so I figured it'd be easier to go back and. Mm -hmm. So where did you kind of land on that? Where did you? So. From the movies we've seen this year, I have Cloverfield Paradox as a three. Like it just okay. That's probably where I put that. Mine was a four, and I put it down to a two. Yeah. Like it just wow. Okay. I just... did not like this movie. Where did you have it before, Cody? Uh, five. Okay. But yeah. looking back, I was like, I-, I don't want to watch this movie, and, and like they didn't really put too much effort into it. It just seemed yeah. very. Like, cheesy. I can't think of any redeeming qualities except it made me laugh. That's why it's not a one. Next movie, I, you're probably not gonna like this rating. Black Panther, I gave a six. Okay. It's not a five. Like, it was good. The CGI was cool, and I like Shuri. Like, there are some redeeming characters, and it definitely had a huge impact in the MCU, I yeah. think, because I think how successful it is. Marvel is definitely taking note, and they're going to be changing the universe and how movies are made because of Black Panther. Probably, like, with the marketing and the sound design, I think, because they actually put effort into this soundtrack and score, and I think they're going to be like, oh, people actually like this. Maybe in the future we can continue doing stuff like this. Mm-hmm. So I think Black Panther definitely has a good place in the MCU, I just didn't like it as a movie that much. Okay. Mine's a seven. I would probably put it at a seven or an eight. I really want to see it again and see how it holds up like on a second yeah. viewing. I'm yeah. I'm probably gonna watch that one before again before the year is out and re like try and think about it, try and see if it stays as a mm-hmm. six or if it goes up or even if it goes down. And then mm-hmm. another one, Ant Man. I'm probably gonna watch again before that one comes out because you, Brittany, haven't seen it. I have not. Uh, next movie on the list, Annihilation. I gave a nine. Kept okay. It as a nine. I just think that last, that last, the climactic scene, like that alone, seeing it in theaters, like that makes it a nine for me. insane, yeah. That makes it for a nine. Like, can't beat it. I think mine's a six. Yeah. Thoroughbreds, nine. Another great movie that came out this year, Indie and it's short, which I like. And if you go back to the episode where Eddie was on and we talk about it, you can see why we really loved it. Uh, Isle of Dogs, I brought down to a seven and a half. Can I like put mine in, like, so I don't have to go through the list again? Like, yeah. just say what I put mine as. Yeah. My thoroughbreds is nine and a half because I'd say it's almost groundbreaking for me. It just is like missing some thing. Really? To me, some yeah. of the scenes went on too long. Like there were. To me, like it was so well written, so well scored, well acted, well directed. Like every shot was important and intentional. Like you would love this Dang, movie. I, think. I can't believe that. It's really see dark, this. but like it's a great movie. Yeah. It's good. Definitely. Everything about it is almost perfect. It's definitely going to be a discussion at the end of the year. Is it on a... It's not out yet, no. Not anymore. I just bought the soundtrack on vinyl. Is it in theaters? No. No. Not anymore. It, it had like even... a very limited release yeah. in March. It's not red boxable yet? No. I don't think it's not so. out yet. Okay. Well, I'll keep an eye out for it. Yeah. Definitely so, do that. Isle of Dogs 7.5 down from an 8. I, I think, think I put Isle of Dogs at a uh, 7. Yeah. I think mine's 7 too. Uh, Infinity War 9.5. I'll probably drop it down to a 9, but yeah, it was everything it set out to do. Like, it was such a difficult job for them. Such a hard movie to make, but they did such a good job of it. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, yeah. this this is groundbreaking for... Mine's a 9. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool 2, 7. Like, it was enjoyable. I laughed, but 
it definitely felt long. I thought it was a two and a half hour movie. It was apparently under two hours. So, oh really? Yeah. To me, I was like, oh, oh that's like not a good sign. Let me see. I think I put it at a five, to be honest. Deadpool yeah. 2? I just really thought it was fine. I was just... <laughs> I like Deadpool 2 better than Deadpool 1, so I'd probably give Deadpool a 6 and then Deadpool 2 a 7. I gave Deadpool 2 7 and a half. Dang, Doug. Yeah. Uh, solo, I'm in the minority here. Solo, I have it at a 7.5, and I'm okay with that. I'll probably want to see it again at the end of the year, but it was just fun, and I think with all the backlash that it was getting as far as the production side and the changing directors oh, and giving yeah, them yeah. acting lessons and the fact that this is the result of all that shit i'm like hey you did a good job for deadpool solo oh i thought you said deadpool i was no, like because i knew they changed directors on deadpool too but i was like that was at the said, very beginning yeah, yeah but no. then he said acting lessons i was like wait what yeah no for solo yeah i think for all the stuff that happened behind the scenes they produced something that was enjoyable and fun and i think most fans agree that it's actually a pretty good movie yeah i gave it a six and a half because it's in tyler's weird spot where it's yeah. like it's not a bad movie <laughs> And, like, there are some you flaws, but, like, I still enjoyed it. It was entertaining. What? How did you do that? How did you know I would do that? You're the worst. <laughs> yes, he is. So we're all going to not be so lenient on movies in the future? Hell no. Well, it's you mentioned it before. I don't know if you mentioned it on the podcast, but it's hard when we see a movie and then the very same day we talk, about, talk it about it and yeah. review it. I told you that last week. I was yeah. like, I can't be objective because I'm still coming down yeah. from, like, Right. seeing it for the first it's just, time do you want to start giving like, it like a week then like, i mean i just i like talking about let's give fresh. it more time before we rate it like let's yeah. talk about our like talking it through helps like i liked thoroughbreds more after we all talked about it yeah. i just like talking about so it right weird. after we see it just because the scenes are more fresh in my head and i have more things i can readily talk about yeah. whereas if i wait a yeah. week then like it kind of gets fuzzier Dude, yeah. that was like, cause like that was like, um, that was like Ladybird for me, honestly. Like, I didn't like it so much until like, cause I, um, I saw that with Nico, and then like we just like talked about it for like three hours, mm-hmm. and we're like, dude, that was a crazy movie. Like, I don't know. So like, I, I think some there's some movies that like you know really breathe when you think about yeah. them. And, yeah. They know. do well with discussion. Yeah. And like taking them apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I couldn't, you know, some, like, it just, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, like, I'm never going to have, like, a thought-provoking three-hour discussion about any Marvel movie. It's, like, Infinity War is great to me, but, like, like, I don't need to have a three-hour conversation about it. Until the next one comes out. I'll just be crying a lot, probably. (laughs) Is is Infinity War, and I realize it probably still is, in theaters? Yeah, we saw it last week. We saw it last weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, eh, it might be out already. Still still holds up. Second viewing. Yeah, second viewing, like, I noticed some things that, like, made it not a 10 for me. Really? Yeah. Like what? The biggest thing for me was, like, in Ragnarok, I felt like they spent a lot of time addressing the fact that Thor doesn't need a hammer to use his powers. Like, he's not the god of hammers. But then they go, like, on a whole quest to make a hammer. Yeah, like, his whole plot was to make a new (laughs) hammer. And, like, Cody was like, well, it's not really about that. He just needs a weapon to fight Thanos. I'm like... But, like, they spent a whole movie saying that you was, don't need a weapon to fight people. That was the whole people. moral of the movie. Yeah. The whole moral of Ragnarok is he doesn't need a weapon to harness his power. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need a weapon to harness his power in this movie. He needs a weapon to fight Thanos. Mm-hmm. I think that's different. He's not He's not like, I can't use my powers to fight Thanos. He's like, I can't fight Thanos with what power I have. I guess that kind of makes like, sense. He's like, like, I understand that I just need to be stronger. Because, like, in, in theory, Thor could probably, like, kill... Or Thanos could probably kill... Well, hold on. What am I trying to say? <laughs> Thor could probably kill Thanos if he didn't. If Thanos didn't have all the Infinity Stones, yeah. but like Thanos just have. Uh, I don't know. 
I feel like they would normally be like an ordinary match for each other. Yeah, because Thor is one of the few people in but... the comics that has defeated Thanos. If that was their intention, they didn't do a great job of fleshing that storyline out. And that's why it's not a perfect movie for me. Yeah, I think for Thor, their main focus was him dealing with his family and, like, grieving. I mm-hmm. think that was kind of his storyline in Infinity War. Not necessarily, like... And connecting the Guardians to the universe. Well, sure, whatever. Because he's the only other, like, space guy. Space boy. Well, Doctor Strange. Yeah, but he was with uh, Tony Stark. Yeah. I just don't think that was the point for Thor in Infinity War. It wasn't mm-hmm. talking about the weapon. It was talking about his entire family is dead and him finally dealing with those emotions. All I was doing was explaining Sad why boy. it wasn't a perfect movie for me. We're not talking about Infinity War again. No three-hour conversations about Infinity War will be by had. The, by the end of this year, we'll have talked about it for three hours. That's different. <laughs> anyway. Is it my turn? Yes. What else are we talking? Jesus. How about that? The drama. I'm going to lose. Oh, my God. Wait, why would you do that, though? Why would you do that? I don't know. What else? Any other movies that came to mind that, like, you wanted to rate or no? I mean, now I want to, like, sit down and do what Tyler did and, like... <laughs> Have a perfect list. That's what IMDb is for. No, because I want my own personal rating system. No, but I'm saying, like, you make an IMDb account and you go through movies and you rate them. So you have a catalog of movies that you have yeah. rated. Yeah. That's what IMDb is for. Yeah. Just saying. Okay. It's okay. already set up for you. Okay. I don't. I don't think that like my rating system. I mean, I I think there's like almost like 15 minutes of like <laughs> sound of me talking about it. But like, I honestly don't think it's anything that crazy. I think it well, just no, to me. I just, just want to like have my own. That's what she's saying. Yeah. It just, like, it just, so I know yeah. like where How... movies will fall, and I can't just like be excited about like like I'm sitting here thinking about a movie that I watched a lot when I was younger, School of Rock. Yeah. And like to me like I fucking love that movie, but like if I sit down and think about it objectively, like is it what where would it fall? I don't know. Because I love that movie still. Yeah. But I need to be objective. Cuz it's not an amazing movie. That's why I created like a little spot six. in my rating to <laughs> it's six. A six. And then there are sixes that for me are like seven for me is like sixes that I actually like. <laughs> okay. Sixes that are actually good yeah, movies, like well liked. Well, like maybe maybe movies that like for me seven is like okay movies that like maybe I like but other people don't like, but like they're still like they're there. Yeah, they're, I don't know. Okay, let's. What's next? The videos. Okay. The. They were games. Those games sure are games. I think the Pokemon one is at least interesting because it's a cross-platform Pokemon game. There's yeah. never really been one like that. I can't believe the FBI is going to watch us on our Nintendo Switches now. As if they already weren't. <laughs> I just think it's cool. They're... Wasn't that a thing about Pokemon Go? Where like they were saying like it was like a, a tracking device or something? Yeah, I think so. But, like <laughs> That's just your phone. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, your phone already does that. You don't need Pokemon on there. To... Ooh, did you, there... did you forfeit the game? No, that was my queen. Has there ever been Can a multiplayer play? like Pokemon game? Like in the sense where like... Pokemon Go. Maybe like Coliseum, but not like a traditional. You mean Pokemon like Pokemon game. Stadium? Yes. I mean in like a traditional Pokemon game. I don't believe so. I mean, so there's that's like cool. Trading and battling, but never like co-op. Yeah, I don't think like, at least. You they picked up the second Joy-Con and then another character appeared next to them. Right, and, and they trouble. helped them catch. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, that threw me off. But like, I'm sh- I'm interested to see how the plays out. Pokemon Stadium is a fantastic game for the N64. Right? Yes. It's yeah. A great game that I'm terrible at. Everyone's terrible at it. It's a hard game. <laughs> they did not make that game easy. 
Yeah, it's cool to see a new Pokemon game come out on like a console and not just relegated to handheld <clears throat> as well. Yeah. I think that's going to help it because it makes the Pokemon not look shitty. Mm-hmm. And like when they follow you behind and stuff, you can actually see them and like their size as opposed to just like kind of pixels, like yeah. taking up one block, stuff like that. What's the difference between the Pikachu um, version of Pokemon and the Pomeranian and the version? Eevee. Well, no, it's no, like the like the Game Boy, how it just changes what starter you have. Oh, okay. Like so if, if you have Pokemon Emerald, like you get... No. Does it change your starter? No, it doesn't change your starter. It changes what Pokemon you can have. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah There's different Pokemon like... in the world that right. you can't catch. I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. I didn't know that. I know with like yeah. Omega Ruby and alpha sapphire or whatever like it changes what legendary pokemon you get at the end of the game mm-hmm. stuff like that just like it's the well, same game uh, just little differences that's how red and blue were right like if yeah. you were like walking through the field or whatever like there are more there are pokemon that you're more likely to find in red yeah. than in blue exactly mm-hmm. yeah okay and so then you would like trade with other people that have the different one but that's what like the pikachu eb thing is it's i'm pretty basically sure basically like red and blue that's how it's always been yeah because like Eevee's a weird starter pokemon though yeah it's one that you'll use the entire game, probably. Yeah. What I don't know. That was like uh, what, Pokemon Yellow, right? Where you start off with Pikachu? Yeah. Pika. Pika. Pikachu's pretty adorable. Aren't they making that Danny DeVito? Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> well, no, it's not actually Danny DeVito. But it's like, your turn. Did you? It's my turn? Yeah. Okay, can I do this? Yeah. Check. Whoa. Check. I just, I've never been able to say check on the podcast, and I really wanted to. Oh, fuck. I think he just won because of that. He won emotionally. Mm -hmm. I just, it just felt really good. (laughs) Um, Oh, wow. All right. Show's over, guys. Uh, (laughs) um, Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be, like, getting switched just over this game, but I was just like, oh, this is cool, Pokemon. Oh, no, I was going to, Danny DeVito, Pikachu. What? They're making a movie where, like, Pikachu's a detective, and he sounds like a East Coast like tough guy. Is this real or are we like high? I'm not making this up. I I don't know if it's a movie or if it's a game or, or a, a TV dream. show or a fever dream I had. <laughs> but, no, I Pikachu's an East Coast detective. I am 100% not making. Is it this an up. anime or like live action? I I don't know what it is, but it's definitely a Nintendo sanctioned thing. That exists. I don't want to talk about it if we can't fact check it. So I'm looking it up because it just seems like this could spiral into hell. <laughs> just some weird fan fiction. I don't think even I could try to make something like that up. Detective Pikachu. <laughs> yes. Is an upcoming action mystery film directed by Rob Letterman, <laughs> based on the video game of the same name. It will be the first live action film based on the Pokemon series and the 22nd film in the franchise overall. The film stars Ryan Reynolds as the voice of Detective Pikachu. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how else to. S- Does it come out this year? Oh man. Um, May of next year. Aww. Um. So put all your money towards Detective Pikachu. Forget oh, Infinity man. War Part Two. When you're right, you're right. Holy fuck. But I I didn't hear about Ryan Reynolds. Definitely whatever I saw didn't have Ryan Reynolds involved. Yeah, it almost sounds like Danny DeVito, the the guy that they have. Ryan Reynolds isn't just involved. He is Pikachu. Do you think they're going to have, like, Pikachu making jokes about, like, banging your mom or something? It's your turn. Yeah. (laughs) I think I'm going to win this time. Game three of the Stanley Cup Finals. Oh, how are we doing? 
It's we're probably right. losing. It's, there's two minutes left of the, the whole second, game in the oh. second period. <laughs> and two zero capitals. Ah, yeah. uh, that's not cool. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> You're right. Man, I don't know. We're well, becoming even a hockey we, hockey fans. Dude, even if we lose, man, it's cool. It like matter. we did so good. Yeah, you went to the Stanley Cup. It would just be time. really cool We're, if they won. It would be. It'd it be would, really cool. I think we will. Dude, okay. What do you expect to happen? You uh, just let me win. Just, let him win once. Just let me win. Let him win once. No, don't let me win. Don't let me win. That would not be fun. If I found out you let me win, I'd be so mad. Yeah, you would. I keep forgetting that's not your king. Because the, 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 the sideways-y diagonal guy. Bishop? Uh, the bishop looks so much like the king to me. Like, yeah. I feel like you look at the bishop and you could be like, Oh, yeah, that I get guy, confused all the time. That guy could be a king, king one day. A little scepter. That's he could be royalty one day. I mean, bishop is royalty. I mean, like, royalty that matters. Oh, that was a bad idea. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. What did I just do? Fuck. Dude. That's so stupid. I was going to do something so cool. I was going to win. How am I going to do? Oh, dude, I think you won. How am I going to do? No, man, this is so stupid. Because how did you even do this? All right, there's only one way I can get out of check, and I'm going to do this. And then, yeah, just go ahead and do it. All right, great. Fun. It was such a good time you had there. Now I'm in check again. Now I have to. I. I We're I not can't. in check. I'm in checkmate. I lost the game. You can move to these. That's it. What can I do? Move to these black pieces. That's it. No, if I move to that one, no, you can't do that. Okay, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go here. You no, can't... You, okay, you can't move to that one. You Why not? Because oh, because you. Oh, you can so only move stupid. to this. That's one. the only place I can move. Great. Are you gonna? Oh my god, that's so dumb. Is that my king? Yes. I can't do that. Because I'd be in check. Exactly. I'm about to be in check? Why am I about to be in check? Because he's going to take your bishop and put How? him in check. How, Sway? With his castle. You don't know the answers. You can't move your bishop because you'll put yourself in check. He's going to take your bishop and put you in check. Unless I move my horse, man. He's still going to take your bishop. And then you can't move your knight because then you'll be in check. This is really frustrating. All right, I'm going to call it. <laughs> Good game. Tyler's calling it. I don't know if that picked up or if that's going to say it. I'm calling it. That picked up. Good game. Okay. So that's that. Shake hands. So we talked about movies, and we're probably going to be going over The Incredibles next week because that sequel is coming out. Oh, shit. So, really? That's next week? Well, The Incredibles 2 isn't coming out next week. In anticipation for it, we're going to watch the first one uh, and review the first one. So. If you have the time. I to watch Incredibles. I mean, you know what happened, so it's not like you, it's going to spoil anything for yeah. you. Don't. If you want like a fresh take on it. I barely remember it. I remember that it was good. That's why we're watching it, so we can talk about it, rate it, review it, get hyped for the second one. Mm-hmm. Check us out on iTunes. Rate us. Go to our website, chesstalk.podbean.com. We have a Twitter, chest underscore talk. Like our pesto pictures. Chest our yeah. unlimited dog pictures on our Twitter. Go check it out. I mean, they're, they're kind of limited. We don't tweet that often. Unlimited dog pictures. Chesstalk.edu. Apply for a scholarship today. That's no. it. Use the promo code CHESS for 10% off your college loans. No. Did anybody ever email you guys about uh, me giving them a refund for Star Wars? 
Oh, that's funny. Because I remember you... I talked about that last week. You left that on, right? Yeah, I did. I, yeah, I was did, like, did, did I? Yeah, did I anybody did. ever uh, I doubt it. email us about no. that? No one talks to us. All right. Well, I that's hope it. They, I, I don't know. I, I would. Okay. Bye. That's it. That's the episode. See you guys next week.